Hello, welcome to the Jerry Academy podcast with your host, geriatrician, Dr. Golnir Sharif Saleh, providing you with information on aging-related topics. Learn more at geriacademy.com and follow me on social media. Hello, welcome to Jerry Academy with your host, Dr. Golnir Sharif Saleh, discussing aging-related topics. Check us out at geriacademy.com or message me at geriacademy at gmail.com. Today, I have a really special guest, um, Jonathan Williams. He is a physical therapist, and he's going to talk to us about falls and why it's so important to prevent falls. Now, before I start um, with speaking to Jonathan, I just want to mention that geriatricians hate when their patients fall, and it is pretty much one of the most terrifying events that we think could happen to one of our patients. And the reason is one out of four people over the age of 65 will fall at some point and have a major injury. And almost all, so about 95% of broken hips are a result of a fall. And many people are at risk of dying within one year of breaking a hip. So about 50% of patients that fall never return home and up to 20% can die within the first year after their fall because of a fall-related um, event. So Jonathan, welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, so uh, again, my name is Jonathan Williams. I'm a, a physical therapist for the last 10 years. Uh, I'm also the Director of Rehabilitation Services at Carolina's Healthcare System, Blue Ridge. Uh, I live in uh, Morganton, North Carolina with my uh, wife and our soon-to-be three-year-old daughter. Oh, wow. <laughs> is, she, is she driving you guys crazy? Uh, it, it's been, it been a challenge these uh, last few, few weeks. So uh, we're excited. Uh, her birthday is at the end of January. And uh, so, yeah, we're excited to, to have a little, little party get together for her. So uh, Dr. Cannon and Dr. Wong are also here. And they're going to learn from you and ask you some questions and um, I just have to say, this morning I was watching a video of Dr. Cannon's daughter falling <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so this is like perfect opportunity <laughs> to have her on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and bubble wrap her. I don't think there's anything else you can do. <laughs> All right, Dr. Cannon. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Dr. Cannon. I was just wondering, what makes people at risk for falls? Well, falls can be uh, you know, very, uh, a very multifactorial problem. Um, you know, the biggest things that I look at when I'm addressing someone's uh, falls risk is looking at their activity level, uh, also, um, you know, their strength in their legs, the reaction time uh, that they have. Um, some other factors can be uh, peripheral neuropathy or decreased sensation in their legs or their feet, uh, loss of vision, uh, cognitive issues. Um, polypharmacy, which is something that I know our, our medical providers deal with quite often. Uh, so really falls is, is so multifactorial. Yeah. And you talked about, you know, polypharmacy. That's one of our goals is to help decrease the amount of medicines our patients are on. Is there a certain number of medicines that we kind of look out for? If say one of our patients is on this amount of medicines, they might be more at risk for falling. Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. If your patients were on five or more medications, it puts them at a higher risk. So for our medical providers, we always want to try to reduce um, or combine medications uh, so that it 
um, you know, places patients at a lower risk for those falls. And you talked about seeing how active people are and how they're walking. Is there certain things that you look at when you when they walk that can tell you if they're at a fall risk? Sure. So with walking, there's different tests that physical therapists perform. Um, there's one called the timed up and go test, which is a very simple test. Uh, a patient just stands up, walks about 10 feet, turns around, and uh, sits back down in the chair. And that tells us a, a good bit of information. One, you know, how much assistance do they need to stand up or how quickly does it take them to stand up? That can give us an idea of their, their strength in their legs. Um, and then also the 10 feet uh, there and back to the chair kind of gives us an idea of their speed of walking. And so if a patient is over 12 seconds, then it places them at an increased risk of falling. What about my little old people who love to wear their little bedroom shoes? Or I have a patient that has severe peripheral neuropathy and will only wear socks. Is that something that oh, we wow. know that we need to worry about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would be a huge concern. Um, again, anytime we our patients are up and, and walking, we want them to have good footwear on. Uh, a solid tennis shoe would be the best uh, thing for your patients, uh, for your, your uh, patient with the neuropathy. You know, something that gives them some uh, grip is really what we want um, because the socks are such a, uh, could be such a slippery surface for them. And uh, when they can't feel their feet, uh, and then now you've added on uh, reduced friction uh, to their foot, uh, it just places them at an even higher risk for, for falls. So wait, I have a question, Jonathan. How do patients with dementia or let's say Parkinson's disease, how are they at higher risk for falling? How does that increase your risk? Yeah, a couple of different things that I think about. Again, first with our folks with cognitive uh, deficits is their safety awareness. You know, they, they're sometimes their risk uh, aversion is, is not there. And so they may do uh, higher uh, risk activities uh, and, and not such a safe environment. And so that can definitely place them at higher risk. And then also as uh, their disease process happens, um, you know, sometimes they forget to do different activities. So again, for your patient with, with cognitive deficits, uh, they may start forgetting how to do their normal activities of daily living, like getting dressed and bathed. And then, you know, just places them at higher risk. Um, if before they were using an assistive device, they may actually start forgetting how to use that assistive device uh, appropriately. So again, it just it places them at higher risk for that. Okay. So I think Dr. Wong had some questions for you too. All right, Dr. Wong. Um, so we were talking about, you know, things that will assist them with preventing falls. What about take a look at our environment? What are some of the things that will cause people to have higher risk of falling? Sure. So one area that I tell people about uh, within their home that we see a lot of people who have falls is um, when they get up to go to the bathroom at night. Um, you know, at nighttime, we want to make sure that we always have lights on. So I always recommend a nightlight or a bedside table lamp that when patients get up, uh, they can turn that on so that they can see. Again, like we talked about earlier, decreased vision places patients at higher risk. Another uh, factor of getting them going to the bathroom in the night, I don't know if you're like me, but I always try to wait to the last minute and because uh, you never want to get out of those warm covers. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm always rushing to the bathroom. And so we always want to try to remember not to rush 
uh, when we're getting up uh, and going to the bathroom uh, quickly. You always want to try to sit on the side of the bed for a few minutes, make sure you're not dizzy or lightheaded. Same thing, stand there for a few, few seconds and then start walking to the bathroom. Another key part, uh, kind of like Dr. Uh, Cannon mentioned, was footwear. Uh, so you always want to make sure when you're getting up going to the bathroom or in the middle of the night that you have some type of footwear on, uh, again, to give you a little extra grip. Um, is, is important. Um, so those are those key factors that I always think about when uh, some home environments at nighttime. Uh, so again, good lighting, make sure that your area is clear of clutter. Uh, so sometimes you'll have uh, patients' homes who have throw rugs or uh, cords and, and wires all in the way. So you always want to make sure you have a good, clear pathway. Um, another important thing that I always tell patients about, pretty much no matter their age, is uh, to have hand railings installed when you're going up and down steps. You always want to make sure they're really good and sturdy. That way, if you need to put some uh, weight or pressure on them, that uh, you won't lose your balance when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one other important thing that sometimes folks as they age or um, population we see a lot is folks who are on oxygen. And, uh, you know, oxygen tubing can be pretty long, you know, 50 feet to allow a patient to go throughout their house. Uh, one uh, and sometimes that oxygen tubing is clear and that can really blend in to our floor surfaces if we have a light colored floor and so I always recommend maybe trying to get a different color oxygen tubing they make a green tubing or if you have that clear tubing a good easy suggestion to do is just wrap some uh, different color tape around it. it could be you know a black tape or orange tape something to give it some contrast so that uh, you can see that when you're when you're up walking around um, you know, there's a lot of different other things that people can look at doing uh, to make their home safe and some easy resources or online. Just look up home assessments um, and, and some checklists to, to think about to uh, make sure your home's safe. I think we have a blog on that, actually. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, and you know, I titled the blog, um, Don't Let Falls Get You Down. And you came uh-huh. up with that, you know, when we were coming up with the fall clinic. We didn't want it to be a negative thing and we wanted to be sure. positive. And all I kept thinking about was that commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah, and, exactly. And you spun the best and most positive spin on it. And so the blog's title is Don't Let Falls Get You Down. Um, but it does have some environmental um, recommendations right on the blog and it's easy to read and it's quick. So it's Great. found on the website. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, these are very nice ideas, especially taping uh, some color tape around oxygen tubes and and always um, check on your environment. Uh, Don't go into wet surfaces, have good shoe wear and never wait till the last minute to do something at night, especially at night. These are great. Exactly. So um, I have an aunt, her name is Mally and I love her very much. I think she's one of our listeners, but and I, I won't say her age, she might not like it, but I'll tell you this, she's over 65 and she rocks her heels. I mean, she still rocks them uh, way better than I could. You know, I'm just in boring doctor shoes, but what type of footwear would you recommend for an older adult who might have some stability issues? Sure, so, you know, something, a good tennis shoe would be the most preferable, but something flat, again, not a lot of heel um, to, to cause some instability when you're up and walking um, a good solid surface and you want to make sure they're not worn out you know as, uh, we all find our favorite pair of shoes and sometimes they start getting worn out they start kind of collapsing down at the mid part of the foot um, and so you really want something with some good support 
um, so that uh, you keep your stability. And um, can you talk a little bit about um, stability in terms of balance and strength and exercise to prevent falls? Sure. So, you know, I tell my patients that one of the most important things to do is just to stay active. Um, it can be very simple walking around your neighborhood, walking with a group of folks. Um, it's really just important just to stay up and moving. Um, so there's, you know, that's really the best uh, prescription I could give anyone. Just stay walking. But if you're starting to have some stability problems, it could be due to a number of different factors. It could be due to some leg weakness. It could be due to, um, again, the sensation loss or, or just not, you, you know, you just haven't gotten up and moved around a, a lot recently, you know, especially during these uh, times of this pandemic, people aren't moving around as much. So it may actually be beneficial to seek out a physical therapist that can give you some great prescription uh, for exercise and show you some uh, different things that you can do in your own environment uh, to make sure that you're practicing things safely. Um, and that's really, really very important. Okay. Okay. Jo Jonathan, can you tell us a little bit about um, eyewear and how that could increase someone's risk of falling? Sure. Yeah. So like we talked about with uh, vision, you always want to make sure that you can see as well as you can. However, sometimes we get folks uh, who have recently been prescribed new glasses and they're just not used to those, especially our folks with bifocals. And so that really can throw off their depth, depth perception and uh, cause them to misstep or, or um, misjudge where they are kind of walking around. Okay. And how about um, like walking and assistive devices? There are so many, you know, the four-wheeled mm -hmm. walker, the two-wheeled walker, the canes. Uh, can sure. you go over some of that? Yeah. So, the, you know, again, the least restricted device uh, would be kind of a single point cane. It's going to be your standard looking cane. And that's really good for someone just who needs a little extra stability. Maybe they're putting about 10% of their body weight pressure on that. Uh, you really don't want to have to rely on that to offload uh, or take any weight off your legs. Um, again, uh, you, you really shouldn't be relying a lot on that for weight bearing. Uh, the next step up or next device you may use is called a quad cane. Again, someone who's going to need to put a little bit more weight through their arms to help offload maybe a painful leg or some weakness they're having in a leg. Um, that would be your next step. After that, you're going to go to probably a two-wheeled walker, which is two wheels in the front and slides in the back. Uh, that allows someone to, one, put a good amount of weight through their arms if they need to to offload that painful leg or weak leg. And then second, it increases your base of support um, so that uh, you have more stability. And then the last thing, like you talked about, is that four-wheeled walker. Um, some people call those rollators. Uh, they're usually going to have four wheels on all sides with uh, brakes and a seat. And those are, those are good for folks who have pretty good stability and balance because those, those devices are pretty quick. Um, but maybe they need uh, to, to, to be able to sit down and take a break. Uh, maybe they have endurance issues more. So really, you know, that's a difficult device to use if you have balance issues. Um, so that's definitely something you want to talk to your provider about or a, a physical therapist uh, to help determine if that's the best device for you. That's awesome. Um, you know, so I know we have a fall clinic and we're lucky to have one and to have the support to have a fall clinic. And when patients come to our fall clinic, they see you and then they us mm -hmm. and we look at all of their medications 
we give their providers some recommendations on maybe cutting back some things or substituting one medicine for multiple medical problems. We take their blood pressures, um, laying, sitting, and standing. And we look at all of these factors, right? Because falling is not just due to one thing. And, and then we give recommendations. But let's say an older adult um, doesn't have access to a fall clinic. Um, can their primary care doctor just refer them when they know that they're at fall risk to a physical therapist for evaluation? Yes, for sure. That's definitely uh, one of the best things that primary care doctor can do. Um, if your patients are having um, you know, one or more falls in a year, you really should recommend them seek um, a physical therapist to, to prescribe them an exercise. And also the, the, that therapist is going to run them through a, a number of different evaluations and assessments to determine what could be causing that problem. And I think, you know, I've had patients who get a little bit surprised. I think before we had the fall clinic that were like, oh, you're sending me to a physical therapist because of the way I'm walking. And I would say, yes, yes, for a fall evaluation. So I think if patients actually actively seek that out and ask their physicians um, or other providers, that might just kind of open that dialogue and make sure that they're getting the help that they want. Because, um, you know, accidental falls are the number one cause of unintentional death. So preventing falls is so, so important. Um, sure. Yeah. What, what else? Anything else you want to tell us today? Um, you know, really, again, if you know any older adults who are having issues with falls, definitely recommend that they talk to the provider about it because, again, it could be as simple as changing a medication, could be as simple as uh, changing their footwear or using an assistive device. Uh, uh, you know, a fall is such a costly, not only mont monetarily, but also, uh, you know, life-threatening issue. Uh, so we always want to try to prevent those as much as possible. Ladies, Dr. Cannon, Dr. Wong, do you guys have any more questions? I think you're very inclusive today. Very helpful. That's it. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you Thank so you. much, Jonathan. And Thank you. I will have um, our guests email me if they want to get a hold of you. They can um, reach out at jerryacademy at gmail.com or leave a message uh, through our website and find us on social media. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You all too. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. -bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jerry Academy podcast. Learn more at jerryacademy.com or follow me on social media for information on future episodes.